You're listening to BetQL Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook, with Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio, and Aaron Hawksworth from BetQL. Well, it's that time of day. Lightning bets coming up right here. BetQL Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth on a Tuesday. All right, let's go around the horn here. So we have to say, I mean, I mean, can we bet on fight clubs? Does FanDuel have any odds on fight clubs out there? <laughs> there is uh, nothing what we're on Reddit. On. I tried. I tried nothing. to find Reddit. There's nothing. Seriously? Can't find anything. Nothing. I searched the Chicago suburb Ooh. subreddit. I searched the New, New Wenick <laughs> subreddit. Can't find anything. Careful. <laughs> Maybe they don't want to get caught. Like, they just like, it's like a rule. If you're in the fight club, we what don't is, post this anywhere. Are there any anywhere? The, I, I like just searched the general term. <laughs> I also just searched Chicago Fight Club, and then the newest thing was from like four years ago. Wow. That's I found amazing. local karate dojos near me when I searched Fight Club. Yeah. So that wasn't what I was looking for. All right, let's dive into some lightning bets. Joe, what do you got for us tonight? Uh, all right, I'm focusing on the NFL, and I'm looking at some teasers where we might lose a number, where it's a teasable number. So that concerns me. It's something you might want to bet earlier in the week. So I was looking at the favorites. The most public favorite of those uh, seven and a half spreads. It is Arizona at Jacksonville at minus seven and a half. It would not shock me later on this week if this keeps heading north and they try to take it out of that teaser range. So I'm going to tease Arizona. So I get them at minus one and a half against Jacksonville. And the other uh, teasable game that I think we might lose is Tampa Bay and the LA Rams. Why? is the why are the rams one point favorites so right now you can still move that from one to seven you'd like to move it through the seven to the seven and a half if your if any books are offering a one and a half out there that's what that's the preference but uh pretty soon i expect this to be closer to a pick them then it's gonna then you're only gonna be able to get it to six instead of seven so i'm gonna tease tampa bay and arizona paul there's uh there's one i have circled right now it's going to take a lot to get me off of this game. And I'm trying not to overreact to what we just saw. But the LA Chargers are getting six and a half now. If you can get the seven, I feel good about it. I'm praying in the contest we get seven. I don't expect to get seven. But um, it's interesting that uh, Herbert played so well last year against the Chiefs. Both times. The first time he wasn't even prepared to. He was just thrown out there. Second time, Chiefs rusted a lot of their stars. I'd have to take a deeper dive to see if uh, the defensive uh, starters were out there in that second meeting. But in Herbert's two games against Kansas City last year, he completed 69% of his passes. He had six total touchdowns, four through the air, two on the ground. He averaged 307 yards per game and a 114 quarterback rating. And surprisingly, Mahomes, he does have, a, obviously, a winning record. They win a lot of games, the Chiefs. 4-1 uh, against uh, against the Chargers. But his numbers are not that great. 231 yards per game against the Chargers defense. Boy, I like the Chargers. I like the Chargers. And I'm a little worried that uh, I'm starting to fade the Chiefs at a bad time. But at 6.5, 7, I love it. If, if we're getting 7, I am totally in. Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, with that, with that defense, Herbert will sneak us inside the number. And Austin Eckler, isn't he just going to run all over the Chiefs? Yeah, you would think. How do you feel if it's six and a half? Obviously, you want the seven. Don't hate it. Definitely still at the top or end of the list. Mm-hmm. I wonder when Chiefs' numbers start to change. They just don't cover. 
They right. just don't cover. Like if they if they win this game by four, like I wonder when the books are like, hey, we got to stop making them seven eight point favorites every week. They don't cover these numbers. All right. So so you're taking now, or you just you can't get off. Yeah, I'm. I'm yeah, uh, I'll do the teaser with the Arizona Tampa Bay, okay. and uh, I like the Chargers. Hunt for the seven, even at six and a half. I'll probably play it. All right, Aaron, what do you got for tonight? Um, I'm looking at Thursday night football, rookie quarterback Davis Mills getting the start. The Panthers, I think they're an up-and-coming team. I'm going to lay the points. It's now minus seven and a half. The Texans have allowed 275 and a half passing yards per game. Uh, They gave up 21 to the Jags, 31 to the Browns. I just don't see how the Panthers don't cover. The Panthers have only given up 21 points combined in the first two games of the season. And I'm also going to do Sam Darnold over 258 and a half passing yards. He had 305 and 279 (laughs) in weeks one and two. Woo, Sammy. The Sam Darnold show. It continues. All right, listen. Let's say Aaron is right on this. Let's say um, it's a big win for Carolina. Yeah. When are the Panthers losing? Ball's got it, 70-1. to one. Here's, here's what we have. At Houston on Thursday night. Then they get extra days because their next game is next Sunday at Dallas. Dallas coming off a short week divisional game against the Eagles. We all know you play those NFC East games, you fade that team the next week. So Carolina goes to Dallas the week after that. After that, they're home against Philadelphia. They're home against Minnesota. Then they play the Giants and the Falcons. When are the Panthers losing? Versus New England, week nine? When's the loss? I don't know. If they get Let's through go. Dallas, I don't know when they're losing. You know what would stink if a if, if a team's bye came into play? When right. Carolina finally goes down and then the team they're competing with ends up with a bye. Oh, I'm just man. trying to figure out who I'm worried about. Like, because the Cardinals are 2-0, and assuming they beat the Jags. So, Bucks, Bucks, rams you lose one of those this week, so that's good. Yep. Rams, Cardinals the next week, so could still be two unbeaten. You'll lose another one. Okay. Um, but, like, one of those two teams could be in the mix. Um, then let's see real quick. How far do you have to clear? That's the question. Not how many games can the, can the Panthers win, but how many weeks do you have to clear, like, get other people knocked out? I'd say eight or nine. Think that far? You think someone's going yeah. eight and zero? Yeah. But who? The who? Chiefs already lost. Who's who's going eight and zero? Who's good enough to go in the Bucks? A uh, bu- Bucks win this weekend. Then they've got the Patriots, Dolphins, Eagles, Bears, Saints. Bye. So if the if the Bucks don't lose one of these next two, I'm worried about the Bucks. Okay. Yeah. Let's, let's say the Bucks lose to the Rams. You might win. Yeah. That might be it. Wow. That would be amazing. That would be. Let's <laughs> Sam go. Arnold. Sam this Arnold. Be, the resurgence. This would be perfectly Jets too. They dump the quarterback. He goes eight and zero. Meanwhile, Zach Wilson's throwing three picks a week. Like that, that work. It makes sense. That's that's Jets football. Yeah, maybe it's going to be quicker because you know Vegas is going to be out of there and Denver's the going to be out of there. Yeah, right. It's Tampa. I, I agree. It's Tampa. You got to root for the Rams this week. Root for the Rams, and you, yep. you're uh, you got it. All right, I got three. I got three for tonight. Two baseball plays and um and one NFL future. I'll go Jordan Montgomery under six and a half strikeouts for the Yankees. I think it's an overreaction. He had like 12 last time against the Orioles, but he never does that. I mean, his his number is usually four, five. He's not a six and a half, seven guy. I'll, I'll go under tonight against the Texas Rangers and also go Alex Manoa over six and a half for the Blue Jays. He's been up and down, but when he's been good, he's been really good. The Rays strike out a lot, even though they didn't against Robbie Ray last night. I think they will tonight. So I'll go the over Alex Manoa, the under Jordan Montgomery, 
And I'm going to put the 20 to 1 Cooper Cup lead the NFL in catches ticket in. He's just getting, I mean, Matthew Stafford loves throwing him, and I think that will continue. He's, he's found a rapport with him. So those are my three plays for tonight. Jake Hassan, what do you got for us? So I'll start in that raise and Blue Jays game, Joe, that you mentioned. I'm actually going to be on the Rays on the money line, minus 116. Generally, the Rays, once if you beat them once, they're not going to let you beat them again. They did it with Robbie Ray yesterday. They did it with Eduardo Rodriguez a couple days ago. Manoa, in his last start, was against the Rays. He went eight innings, gave up just one hit, struck out 10. You mentioned he's been up and down. The Rays generally bounce back against guys like that. I'm going to take them on the money line straight up. I'm going to take also the White Sox over five runs against Tyler Alexander of the Tigers. Everyone on the White Sox has good numbers against this guy. Eloy, Abreu, Yoan, Tim Anderson. So I'm going to take over five there at plus money against a pitcher that the White Sox have hit well, especially their stars have hit well in their careers. I'm also going to go Gaussman. They haven't posted his strikeout number yet because the Padres are taking forever to name a starter, but I'm assuming it's going to be in the six and a half range. He's gone over that in four straight starts, so I'll take that. And then I'm also going to go under four and a half in the Mets and the Red Sox game. Stroman has been unbelievable all year. I think if not for Scherzer and Burns, we'd be talking about Stroman as a Cy Young candidate. He's been great. And Eduardo Rodriguez is going for the Red Sox. Outside of one blow-up start against the Rays last week, he's been fantastic in three out of his last four starts. So I'm going to go under four and a half there at plus money as well. Joe, your thoughts, because I can see you giggling yourself. Okay, I'm laughing because I'm wondering if Joe G saw this Adrian Wojnarowski report about Ben Simmons. I just, I'm thinking the same thing. I'm like, what the heck? And I saw Joe G's face, and he looked like he was reading it. I didn't see it. Uh, and t- okay. Tell me so we can get my reaction. What, what's going All right. on? He's ESPN sources. Yeah. Philadelphia 76ers all-star Ben Simmons will not report for opening of training camp next week and intends to never play another game for the franchise. Simmons hasn't spoken to teams since a late August meeting when he communicated this message to Sixers officials. Uh, Follow-up tweet. Simmons is clearly aware of sanctions available to organization to fine and suspend him, including withholding of salary, but so far Simmons appears willing to carry out a plan of forcing his way to a new team. Sixers have yet to find a trade they're willing to make for him. This guy was this guy was taken with the number one pick and in five years hasn't developed a jump shot. And he's the, like, I love that, like, I'm out. No, you want to trade me? No, no, no. I'm forcing my way out of here. Ben, right. no one wants you there. Like, just, if he would cooperate, it'd be easier to move him. But he's gone scores earth here and it's going to make it harder to move him. It's, it's, un- it's unbelievable. <laughs> unbelievable. Crazy. I mean, that city had, ben, Carson Wentz with the number two pick and Ben Simmons number one. I mean, just, it turned into a disaster. Just, by the way, quickly, it's like when you're in a relationship and you both know it's over. Like, no, I'm breaking up with you. No, I'm breaking up with you. Like, yeah, you're no, trying to get the upper hand at the on the way out. Up is $34 million he makes this year. He gets $30 million up front on October 1st. That's why he could play hardball with the money. He's got, like, all this money. Just like, all right, find me. Like, whatever. I'm just not showing up. All right, I'm, I'm annoyed. Paul Aspen, what do you got? <laughs> all right, so I am joining you with a Rams future. Jalen Ramsey. So I, I figured this out as I was looking up stuff for nickel or dime. Jalen Ramsey, 20 to 1 defensive player of the year. He's got a couple things going right. for him. He's got the narrative and the athletic. There's a whole write up about how they're recreating the star position on defense, following guys yeah. in the slot and outside. So he's got that. He's got, he's playing star power. He's got Brady, Kyler, Russ, next three games. And of course, he gets Kyler mm-hmm. and Russ twice. He's got Aaron Rodgers. So he's got the star power he's going against. He's also going against guys, and he's going against Lamar. He's also going against guys like Kirk Cousins, Trevor Lawrence, Ryan Tannehill, 
Ooh. Davis Mills, maybe. Jared Goff and Daniel Jones. We can pad the stats there. So that that all that combo, I like him to possibly. And you know, you're basically betting on that to him to kind of carry them to the playoffs. Twenty to I one, like Jalen, Defensive Player of the Year. Cooper Cup, Jalen Ramsey. There are guys. I'm Becky O'Donnell. Right, we're back tomorrow. Everyone have a great day for Joe O for Aaron Hawksworth. I'm Joe G. For coming up next for those listening, Jim Rome. For those watching on Twitch, stay tuned for the daily tip right here on the BetQL Network. These Joes are helping you bet like a pro. It's Joe Ostrowski and Joe Giglio and Aaron Hawksworth on BetQL Daily. Presented by FanDuel Sportsbook.